guys like my opening sound checks? I love them. Gets a, it gets you behind the scenes, don't you think? Don't you think you get to hear what's behind the scenes? You get to listen to me and my producer and my f- crew all working together to get everything set up. And we turn it on a little early so that you can get involved. You guys, one second. You guys, can you guys hear me okay over there? Just talking to my sound guy, uh, Rick. You can you hear me, Rick? You got me okay? You ready to go? Okay. Great. What does the producer say? What's uh what's Michael got to say? Michael. What do you think, Mike? We good? Rick says we're good. We're good? Okay. Can you guys get the um the lighting guys? Uh the crew to uh bring it down a little bit is that is that larry up there larry can you just dim just a little bit i don't want too much light i know it's just a podcast why i did i hire a lighting crew but <coughs> just want to just want to give a good show and i think that production value is appreciated i think folks at home appreciate that uh, the show is being run at a very professional level Greetings. Hello. Did I press? Did you guys? Did Rick, pr- did you press record? You did? Okay, great. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Let's get some things out of the way. And, and I don't like to say out of the way like this is a burden. This is great stuff. So here, here's the great stuff. Do you want to get some great stuff out of the way? Let's go. First great stuff. Really great. I have a show, guys. Oh, my God. I'm glad you listened. I'm glad you came to the shack today. I've got great news. I'm going to be doing my first show since this entire planet got HIV. So, this Friday, I will be doing a live outdoor Safe distance show in Huntington at Sea Legs, right on the beach. Right on the beach. So if you're worried about safe distance, don't. The beaches down there are like a mile long and about 500 yards wide. So a lot of people can watch the show. The stage is massive, so no one's going to be near me. I'm not even going to do crowd work. Like that's how, because I don't want, you know us to get into an unsafe situation i don't want to talk to you i'll be talking with my back to you no i'm going to perform like a normal show and i not only am i going to be on the show ian bag if you know anything about stand-up comedy no you must know ian bag he's hilarious he's one of the most gifted that's why I said I'm not going to do crowd work is because Ian is a black belt at crowd work and it would be embarrassing for me to try any crowd work. So I'm going to be doing material, material that I have written since this entire planet developed a fungus 
and let it and just ignored it for 50 years. I saw a guy today at the grocery store with what looked like an elephant's foot. I couldn't see his foot. It was just a big block of ankle, of red, spotted. Oh, you can't unsee that. It's not fair. I'm surprised they didn't pull the no shirt, no shoes, no service, no shoes, no service on him because his shoe was inside his ankle. You couldn't see it. Ah, can't unsee that. Uh, Continue, Lachlan. All right. Also, if you can't make it to Huntington Beach to Sea Legs, Sea Legs is on the beach. Just type in Sea Legs. You can probably type in Seal Eggs because I didn't even know seals had eggs, but you can type that in and it'll probably say, did you mean Sea Legs? Because the internet is getting better. If you can't go to see that, then just go online and watch my comedy special before I pull it off the internet at the end of the month. LachlanPatterson.com. You can buy it and watch it. And or if you don't want to buy it for I think three ninety nine, you can buy it. You can share it and watch it for free. You can tell some people that you saw it and you enjoyed it, and you can give it four to five stars, and then you can watch it for free. Okay, that's the deal I can make. I'm willing to make with you, but at the end of the month, it's gone. Deal's over. And you'll be able to listen to me on Spotify, the exact same album. The comedy special is available on Spotify, Pandora, uh, whatever. What do you what do you listen to pot uh, to comedy on? What do you listen to music on? I'm on there. Google Music, Google Play, Google Store, Google Helmet, Google Car, Google Ship, Google Ocean, Google Space. All words that Google probably owns. So you can watch me on those things. Do you listen to what do you listen to? Are you listening to uh you listen to a clamp, like a like a shell? Do you put a shell up to your to listen to things? I'm in there. I'm in shells. I'm inside of seashells. You guys can hear my comedy special and just find a seashell. Put it up to your ear. <coughs> Also, it's my birthday this month, so that's a good reason to listen and watch my special. It's because it's my birthday. It's it's Lachlan Patterson month. I just made that up. Lachlan Patterson month. Do you guys don't know about this? It didn't come up in your calendar? It's Lachlan Patterson month, and for you, I have so much. I have a live show. I have a comedy special that you can watch on my website. I have the audio album of the comedy special, which you can listen to. If you don't want to just stare at something, you can just put it in your ears and you go can go about your day and listen to me while you're going about your day. Doing whatever you're doing. What are you doing? What did you do today? Have you done anything yet? What are you going to do? It's the afternoon for me. So I already got up early, and I got my car towed. If those of you who know me really well know. If you don't know me that well and you're interested, I drive a 1974 Alfa Romeo GTV uh, 2000. 
It's a car as old as me. It's the exact same age as I am. And it is old. Uh, yeah, it reminds me how old I am every time I get in it. It's like flying an old plane. It's got all these weird gauges and it's, you know, it sounds like an old plane. But still very fast, very strong running. And people compliment it all the time. So, and people compliment me all the time. They say, hey man, what year are you? And I tell them I'm in 1974. And, and they go, you're in good shape. It's a, you got a really good, you take good care of your 74. And I say, thank you. But I haven't been lately because I have a kid now. And it just sits because it's so, because he can't get in at the back seat. I don't even know why they put a back seat in this thing. It's ridiculous. No human being could fit back there. Maybe back in 1974, we were all smaller. I guess that's what happened. We all just grew a bunch. Must have been all the steroids and, and, and artificial supplements they put in all our food. And now nothing fits. I can't even have a shower. I bump my head on everything. The gardeners don't prune the bushes high enough for me to walk down the street without slicing my face open with a, a piece of bougainvillea thorn. All because I drank milk tainted with juice, junk, just steroids, just like bodybuilder juice. Why do they do that? Now they sell more milk, of course, because there's more people on the planet now. So we need to sell more milk and money, 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 and all that shit. But I took it to the mechanic. New mechanic. I'm very excited that I got a new mechanic. My mechanic moved very far away and just abandoned me. I was like, it's really fucked up, if you ask me. Didn't even call me or email me to say, hey, I'm moving. You know, he just left, and then I ha I drove I drove by, and it was just gone. And I found I find out that he opens up a completely different shop in Lawndale, I think it's called, which is too far for me. When your car breaks down, usually you get AAA like me, and they offer you a seven miles uh, for free to tow. Well, this new mechanic is 11 miles away, so I got to pay 10 bucks a mile. It's 40 bucks every time my car breaks down and I can't fix it. I thought I could fix it. I tried to fix it. I did. I checked. I have books. I read about the book. I ordered online these books about my car, and I read about my car, and I really do try to fix it. I want to be a mechanic. I've I've uh, I, I've never been good with cars, but I want to be better. So. I've I've kept it out of the mechanic for the past couple of years with just, you know, my own tune-ups and cleaning all my spark plugs myself and doing my own oil changes and, you know, putting the good oil in and reading, like, online blogs about what oil is best. And people just, people get in fights online about what oil to put in a 1974 Alpha. Do you, how that's how I know there are too many people on this planet. That there's a specific argument like that that's that I can relate to 
online. It's weird. Even the books that I read have the the authors have their very their opinions that they really want to push on you. But I like this new mechanic. His name's his name's uh oh man, I just met him today. It starts with a B. Benny. Benny. You know the tow truck beat me by about 10 minutes to his mechanic. I wanted to drive separately because of the f AIDS that's floating around in the air. I don't know if you've heard about it, but you can get AIDS now from the air. So I went, I, I was 10 minutes late, and the mechanic had already got it started. Benny had already started by the time I got there. Now keep in mind, I tried to fix it myself, and I couldn't. And so I had it towed to my local mechanic, and he said, I don't know what to do. I can't fix it. And so I sent it to this guy, th and he started it before I even got there. I mean, four stars for sure for John's Alpha Romance. That's the name of the place. Weird name for a, com uh, a mechanic, a car mechanic. John's Alpha Romance. I don't want to. I don't want to have a romance, but it is a very sexy car. It's called an Alfa Romeo, like Romeo. You think of Romeo as being a bit of a lover. A person who falls in love one time is apparently a lover. It was one chick. But maybe maybe he maybe he had other chicks. Maybe there was Juliet was just a side piece. Who knows? Well, we all know. They killed themselves when they couldn't be together that's love man anyway got my mechanic he called me just already he's already called me to say it's ready he said it was the distributor cap which is crazy because i replaced the distributor cap guys i replaced it see i do know a little bit i know a tiny bit about cars i think you should just as a man i know I, this is, may sound sexist call me sexist but I do like some of the traditions of man and woman and one of the traditions I love is and I believe is that if you are a man you should be able to change the tire on your own car I think you should be able to do that it's a classic manly thing like chopping wood you should also be able to chop wood when was the last time you chopped wood try it go to your local l lumberjack. Do you guys have one? Oh, man. You are in the wrong neighborhood if you do not have a local lumberjack with a backyard full of tree trunks and tree stumps. I went to my local lumberjack the other day and just chopped up a bunch of wood, and I feel great. Huge release of testosterone. It's like fighting. Chopping wood is the closest thing in as far as a testosterone release that I can think of other than fighting. I think fighting you would probably release much, much testosterone. But next to that, I think chopping wood is good. And you don't have to hurt anybody. Tree's already dead. Someone else killed it for you. Anyway, you need to have that. When you get older, that testosterone, you really feel it when you when it comes up. You're like, oh, yes. Ah. Ah. God 
Get out of here. No, testosterone does more than just make you angry. If it weren't for testosterone, we would not have, you know, knives and darts and crossbows and all those wonderful things. Testosterone, right? Football. Little game of through the butt. I don't know if you're familiar with. Called football. Uh, my boy, he's not. Gonna, I'm not gonna let him play football. I don't think. I'm not gonna let him. It's up to me, what he does. You are not gonna play football. You're gonna sing. You're gonna sing in the choir. You will sing in the choir. But dad, coach thinks I could be starting quarterback. You sh- You sh- better get in the. Goddamn choir. Better get in there right now. You better stand in the front. Did I tell you I left the garage door open on this episode? Wide open. It's so beautiful out. Got the onshore breeze, afternoon breeze blowing right into the shack. Do you feel it? Oh. It's just beautiful. But I have no privacy with this thing open, so anyone could be listening to me all by myself, rambling. But I don't want to get self-conscious. We got a show to do. We got a show. What were you talking about? Oh, my son taking choir. You better. You better sing, and I better hear you. You better fa-la-la. Fa-la-la-la-la. He's crazy, man. He doesn't even understand clothing. I think that's what it is. Like he, when I'm showering, he'll just walk in in his shoes and pants and shirt and just st- sit, crouch right underneath me, and just douse himself in water. He doesn't get how he doesn't understand how sh- shitty that would feel. I guess it doesn't feel shitty. When was the last time you showered in all of your clothes? That might feel good. Uh, it's so spontaneous and hip. I love him. He's c- so cool. But I just—I guess he doesn't understand how wet wetness works. Because he's never had to dry his clothes. He's never had to, w- you know, replace his own diaper. He doesn't even know how to move his hair out of his face. His hair goes all the way down his face. He has long hair already. We've never cut his hair. And, but he doesn't know how to do a hair whip at all, which is probably a good thing. I don't know any one-year-olds who can do a hair whip. If I did, I'd, it'd freak me out. Uh, my kid did a hair whip at one, just flipped it back over his back of his shoulder. But he doesn't even know how to take his hand and just drag it around his behind his ear, which you would think would be something that you would want to do. When you kind of look through your hair, it's like trying to f- see through a waterfall. A brown waterfall. Ugh. But he's... He's so fucking awesome. I've been taking him for na- night walks, and I've been going past all the restaurants and just seeing all the people eating right out there on the street. 
they put all the tables because you can't eat indoors i guess this is the the rule so they are out there on the street so you can't walk down the street anymore because there's just a couple eating below you because when you walk past a couple eating in a dinner table you're much higher than them even the kid is at like table height to them and we're just strolling around them and they're making do there you know everyone's kind of improvising and trying to improvise the n- normal and they've actually taken on main street in santa monica they've taken big massive cement barricades and they've blocked off parts of the road so there's people eating on the road now and uh just having a candlelit Italian fine dining meal just out on the road next to a dumpster. How long before we start setting up tables behind the restaurant in the alley and just you're just eating with the strays and uh, the hobo who's passed out on the fence next to you? Just asking you for just a bite. Can I just get a bite? What are you guys eating? That'd be annoying. Not that there's anything wrong with hobos. In fact, I think I think my best friend is a hobo. I don't know what qualifies as best friend. Like, to I guess I think my best friend is the person, my friend I've had the longest. That's, a, that's one category for best friend, the f- person you've been friends with the longest. That person probably deserves the title of best friend. Or there's the person you just get along with the best. Is that your best friend? The person who you just vibe with? Just have a good fuck. Every time you hang out with them, you're like, oh, man, I like this guy better than my best friend who I've known forever. So this is my real best friend. Is that how you think? Or is your best friend your partner? Someone you live with and spend every waking fucking minute with. Is that your best friend? Is that who you describe as your best friend? The person who knows the most about you and shares the most intimate secrets and with whom you've birthed a child? Is that your best friend? Is it? I don't know. But definitely the hobo, the homeless kid in the alley, and I (coughs) hang out more than any of my other friends and I hang out. So, I don't know. Do I think he's the best friend? No, he's not. It's a very one-sided friendship. I help him. And, you know, he helped me a bit. I... He helped me move, I should say. I didn't have someone help me move last week, and he moved. He got, I paid him. You know, you don't pay your best friends to help you move. So, but he is helpful in that way. I had to go find him shoes. He didn't have shoes. He had flip-flops. Imagine being homeless with a pair of rubber flip-flops, like not even good flip-flops. Sandals for some people, but... Not even good ones. They were like those ones that's like comes out of a rubber stamp. And they're broken. And I told him if he wants to come for a walk with me, I'm going to the beach. So we went for a walk. And they were one of them was coming apart the whole time. And I'd have to stop and wait for him while he tried to 
jimmy rig some sort of clamp on the bottom with a nail you know like that's how frustrating our friendship is is that he doesn't really seem like there's any hope so i got him a pair of shoes I found him, I, my, I called my buddy, I said, what size are you? He said, 11. I was like, do you have an old pair of shoes? He said, yeah, I brought over a pair of Chucks. He loves, the, the kid loves the Chucks. He's thrown away the flip-flops, which is great. And he helped me move, and in return, I got him a cell phone. And uh, But he doesn't have a number. He just He just looks at YouTube. That's all he wants. Here I am trying to help him, you know, get a cell phone so maybe he can call somebody for help. And he just wants to watch YouTube. Call the hotline, man. Call the hotline. Whatever that hotline is. Is it the suicide hotline? I mean, those those people are great. I think the suicide hotline, just a little on the DL, even if you're not going to kill yourself, give them a call. And just it's just someone to talk to. Sometimes when you're just feeling down. I don't like the term suicide hotline either. It sounds weird. Like hotline to me is a, is, a, is like when you call, it's like a woman talks to you and she in a sexy voice. That's a hotline, isn't it? So the suicide hotline seems like a really weird. However, if I was going to commit suicide before I called the suicide hotline, I think I'd call one of those sexy hotlines and just see if that's all I need to do see if I just need to talk to a sexy lady but the suicide hotline's free you can call it and just say hey what's and they'll be like what's going on and you'll be like I just fucking man I just woke up this morning and I just don't want to get out of bed and they'll help you get out of bed for free Oh, just I I've been uh, developing a new website. That's what I wanted to talk about because my, like I said, I'm taking my website down. The comedy special is coming down, so I'm designing around that, and uh, I'm using my Mac. But my Mac people love Apple. I just got an iPhone, and everyone's like, "Congratulations, you you welcome back." You know, you happy? You know, it's fine. I've told you this before. It's fine. It's not great. It's fine. Just so you know, Apple isn't the greatest company that you think it is. That's all I'm saying. They're an okay company. They definitely have... uh, Most of my friends have joined their cult. And therefore, (coughs) to communicate with those people... I have to join the cult. Just like if my son became a crackhead, I would have to become a crackhead to help him or to communicate with him at least and hang out with him. So I became an apple head and I'm not, you know, I'm not drinking the potion, but I sit in, I use their products, but I'm not fucking joining the cult. It's fucking cult. It is a religion. It's a cult, and here's how it is a cult. I was asked at one point, a couple years ago, by Apple, they reached out to me to do a show for them, to do a comedy show at their 
Apple facility, wherever their wherever they their church is. And I said, sure. What uh, what you know? What's your offer? And and they said, oh, there's no pay. There's no pay. And I said, okay. Um, so it's a free show. You want me to do a show for you for free? Um, you're a multi-trillion dollar company, aren't you? And they said, well, we don't pay. We're just offering you, um, they, this is the term they used in the email, um, future, uh, possible future Apple initiatives. Possible future Apple initiatives. Well, that's a fucking religion right there. So do I go to heaven? Is that what the future initiative is? Is it heaven? How the fuck are you not paying artists? Well, maybe we'll, if you do well, I th- is what I'm told, they'll in, you know, you'll get to meet other people who, other artists who work with Apple. Well, there's, that sounds like a cult right there. You can go hang out with the other church goers. But you're not paying me. You're using my art for free. You're my, you, you better watch out or you, I'm going to let you use my martial arts. I'm going I'm to fucking karate chop your face for suggesting that I should do a show with the hopes that one day, maybe, we'll introduce you to somebody and you maybe will get to work with them. Text versus a green text is a big deal. I don't get it. I have a unlimited data plan, so I don't understand what the difference between a blue and a green dot is. <coughs> I don't like that it says dot, dot, dot when I'm typing. Now you know that I'm typing. I don't like that. Why? Every text message I send, I want to be a surprise. Surprise! Oh, my God. Lachlan texted me. He texted me back. He's... But when you anticipate my text, then I feel pressure. Oh, now he knows I'm typing. Well, I better make it good. And then I start deleting... And then, or his dot dots are going while my I'm typing. Now we're both typing. What's going on here? This is no longer tennis. This is some just shitty, shitty game of baseball where both teams are on the field. <sighs> well, I had a great time today. I think I got everything I want to know to talk about um well we didn't talk about my new segment uh called is this garbage where i talk about something that i found in an alley and get your opinion on whether or not i should throw it out okay today and pretty much everything just so you know i'm not throwing out so just get that through your big fucking heads today we are going to talk about this lovely new chord organ that I found uh, last week, week before last, wow, two weeks ago, just in a recycle bin. I think I talked about this, perhaps. Throw Someone threw this thing in a recycle bin. 
Hang on one second. People walking by. Get out of here. Keep walking. Electric chord organ. You can look it up. It's a little plug-in device that plays music. You play the music, but it makes sounds. You have to turn it into music, just so you know. It doesn't just play music. You make... Yeah, anyway. I fixed it. It just had a wire undone. But someone threw it in a recycle bin. You, but you can't recycle electric cord organs. I've tried. They don't... They don't have a triangle with a number in it anywhere on them. I don't know why someone would think that, but I did. Here's my thing with recycling. When I recycle something, I, I first I find something and I'm like, oh, I want to recycle this. That's You first have to have that idea in your head. I really want to recycle this. And then you got to find that triangle on it. And you're like, please be a triangle, please be a triangle, please be a triangle. Yes, triangle little two in the middle of it, great. Put it in the recycle bin. If I don't find the triangle, if I look everywhere and I'm like looking underneath the, pla the back of it and I can't find the triangle, I look at the item, I, I hold, I take a moment and I look at it from a distance and I go, can they recycle, can they turn this into something? Can somebody do something with this and then I put it in the recycle bin if it is it's almost like a, a hope bin the recycle bin <coughs> you want to you don't want to throw something out because you know it's good you just can't take it anymore like a child when you're just not at the right point in your life yet I find the recycle bin is like a little adoption center or a fire department, somewhere you can abandon your baby. And so I believe someone abandoned this electric cord, electric cord organ. I can see that it was in pieces, so they had tried to fix it perhaps, or they just didn't like the sound of it. So I took it home and I opened it up and I noticed it was pretty some simple, pretty simple wiring. The electric cord organ is basically just a fan and a plastic keyboard with little holes in it that like act like little flutes. Each key acts almost like a flute uh, or a, a recorder, and so when you press it, it releases air out the back of the device, and that air has a whistle to it, and so the organ whistles. Then I found an old couch in an alley that I had thrown in that alley, I found it, the couch I threw in the alley <coughs> the day before, and I took the legs off of it, and I put the legs on the electric cord organ so my little boy could play it from a bench. And he th he loves it. He loves it. It's got a little light. You when you turn it on, it, a little light comes on, so he knows that it's uh, going to play music, and then he just starts slamming those keys, making an absolute racket great so is it garbage no it's not garbage the electric cord organ i found in a recycle bin is perfect it's perfect great find one of the many great finds most of the stuff in the shack is from an alley 
the dresser is from an alley. The fridge. I got a little, little uh, nightstand here that I put the coffee maker on. From an alley. The garbage cans from an alley. The the ladder that I use to put things up on top of the in the loft is from an alley. The mannequin. I don't know if you've seen the mannequin I used in the my comedy special live from Venice Beach. Found it in an alley. Painted it gold. Sesh above my head. It says sesh. Found those letters in an alley. The surfboard I'm looking at right now on the on the wall. It, I found it in an alley. It needed some TLC. I put that TLC into it, and it's on the wall. Uh, I gotta ride that thing. I gotta finish. I gotta finish fiberglassing the nose of that thing so I can get it out there. And especially in the summer, bullshit. One foot. I need a bigger board. Well, t- take care. And the weekend's here. Have have a good weekend. And don't forget this Friday if you guys want to come see my show out in Huntington Beach at Seal Eggs with Ian Bag. Oh man. And actually, there's a there's a reggae singer that's going to open the show. So bring a blanket. They got chairs on the beach. Bring your own beach chair if you want. And you can bring a six-pack. I don't think anyone gives a shit if you drink. You can drink anywhere now, man. You can drink on the front steps of the the courthouse if you want to, I think. Just don't piss on the American flag. That's the only rule, I think. Everything else seems to be carte blanche. Good night, everybody. Or good day. If you're hustling.